Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. The Grill Economist coming to you with my main man, El Cuco, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast coming out crispy and clean. You know what we mean. Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app. The links are all in the description box. And check out our paid sponsors, mycbdedibles.com. Mycbdedibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. It's the place to be. You know what I mean. And with that being said, well, big shout out to Hobo Sermons. Hobo is the man who put that riff together for us on new music. Thank you, Hobo. You are the man, sir. And uh, we, didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't light the fire. So. Anyway, I want to thank all your listeners for being here. Turning Japanese, welcome. Uh, welcome. I'm glad you're feeling better. Linda Price, Thomas Jefferson, Moderna Rose, uh, Abhishek, Crypto Cowboy, Deborah Mattia. Everybody's in the house. John Michael Karma. Everybody's here. Dixie, all of you guys. B Dog, what's up, guys? And uh, with that all out of the way, Siege, what's going on, brother? How are you? Hey, happy Friday, brother. Doing doing great, man. Just just chilling out. Uh, busy busy morning. It's a, a nice little overcast, cooler day today. We've been in the high, not high 90s, but it's felt like that with the humidity. You would thought that we had moved to Florida or something, B, because it was uh, so stinking humid, brother. <laughs> yes. The humidity is uh, is quite fierce, man. Uh, it's one thing I can't stand too much of is the humidity. Sitting there, just sweating your, you know what's off. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm Mexican. I'm saying it's damn hot. And that you know it's hot when a Mexican. That's right. When a cholo says it's too hot. Damn, bro. I didn't. I didn't want to work. You know what I'm saying? It was too damn hot. <laughs> one of my favorite. I'm not sure if you if you watch this, but uh, the Black Beast, the UFC fighter. I can't remember what his real name is. I just call him the Black Beast. He just fought yeah, for the title. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Do you remember the bout? My balls where, are hot. Yes, that was awesome. He 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 won the battle and he dropped his drawers off and Joe Rogan. Black Beast. Black why Beast. Why do you take your shorts off for? My balls is hot. My balls is hot. <laughs> the worst. Worst feeling in the world. Any man who's a man who understands that, you know. But anyway, Siege, what do you want to do today? I know it's like Open Line Friday. It's Open Line Friday, so we got some links out there for people to join us. Ask us the questions. 
we might have an answer. If we don't, we'll go find one for you. So let's get into it, Siege. Well, it was, it was fun the other night. Uh, I jumped in the voice channels in Discord, in the Discord server, the Rogue News Discord channel. And for those that are already What's the voice in, channel? I need to be in Discord more often. Like, what is wrong with me? So, yeah. So Discord has some features. So not only can you do, like, all different types of tags. So we have them. Basically, the tags are based upon the shows, based upon you know, certain topics, whether it's, it's, you know, cryptos or health, you know, just so people can share articles, information. Uh, there's also text channels so that you can, you know, just ping each other, whatever text, but then there's also voice channels that you can actually jump in as a, as a, as a group and, you know, chat, hang out, you know, uh, drink some tequila together, whatever it is, whatever your poison. So, yeah, so we did that the other night for, I think there was like four of us and we, we hung out for about an hour and it was, it was fun to, to chat with everyone and, and appreciate all the love and the feedback. It was just tremendous. They're like, you know, thank you so much, Rogue News and all that. Not patting ourselves on the back, but it's okay occasionally to do that. Um, but yeah, so so it's fun. So the link, if you do want to provide commentary, no pressure at all, but the link to the StreamYard live stream that we're hosting right now is in the Discord server. Feel free to jump in. You won't automatically pop in. I have to bring you in, all that kind of good stuff. And then also for those who are hearing about the Rogue News Discord server for the first time, if you want to participate, drop me an email, cj at roguenews.com. I'm all caught up. So if you've requested the link, uh, check your inbox. The, the, the link that I do send you does expire in 48 hours uh, because we don't keep a permalink uh, because we don't, want, we don't want trolls. We don't want that just being broadcasted out somewhere and people that we don't want in our server are in there. So, yeah, so that's. Yeah, so some good stuff, um, B. I, I tell you what, it's been a very interesting uh, news cycle indeed, trying to kind of put a, an understanding of what we're unfolding. And the, and the first thing that I thought we should bring up is obviously the, the complete disarray in Afghanistan. It's kind of the news cycle right now. You know, the Taliban basically have conquered the majority of the areas uh, that they had once lost. I specifically think that and and and, I can't, and accordingly, I guess Biden is sending three thousand troops back in. I guess that's the rumor going around. I'm not sure if he's going to. <laughs> um, but but again, again, I think that this speaks volumes of a multitude of things. And and the first thing is is that if if we truly have the best military, if we truly have the best generals, the best sergeants, all these things, how can we spend fifteen trillion dollars? It's that's probably not even accurate. How can we spend fifteen trillion dollars? over the course of 20 years, supposedly build and support an Afghan army that gets conquered in two weeks. <laughs> Is that not the epitome of American stupidity, B? Yes, my friend. The sound that you're hearing right now is the sound of the U.S. forces running from their life to Kabul airport as they run in fear. Because the Taliban is coming, my friend. They're coming to chop off the heads. They're coming to put all the, the women. Infidels. They're coming to put all the women in the burqas. It is going to happen. Yes. But that is going to happen, my friend. And now they are, they are hiding right now. Hiding in the Kabul airport. The embassy staff, they are all evacuating. Because the soldiers are coming. The Mujahideen. The Talibs, beware, infidels, everywhere. What a what a what a waste of time that was, right? 
Every time I think about Afghanistan, I mean, dude, they're literally going into the Kabul air, the the, the Kabul uh, airport, and the, and I, and I'm, what I'm hearing on the ground is that the U.S. embassy is is pretty much packing up. They're making an exit stage right, and they're going to have their last holdout, relocating the entire embassy to the airport. Okay, because Kandahar has already been fallen. Kandahar is already under Taliban control. Okay, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, and so the Kabul air air base is going to be the last holdout. This is like Hanoi. This is like the helicopter on top of the U.S. embassy in Hanoi during the Vietnam War, where U.S. Yeah. staff right now are being rushed. And I have on the ground people that are on the ground are saying that literally they are like shredding paper, burning things, grabbing what they can, and then running out the door as quickly as they possibly can, get into MRAPs, and they're being sped to Kabul airport and being flown out of the country. This is, I don't think people understand how fully it is. This is not some, oh yeah, we're, um, we're just going to pull out and we're, we're gone. No, no. This was a pretty much a retreat. It's a non-winnable war. The Taliban said it best. It's, America has all the clocks. I think they might have said all the cucks, but just came out clocks, CJ. But anyway, America has all the clocks. But we have all the time. And the America, you know, joins the list of the graveyard of empires. And that's where it's incredible to see this siege. If this was planned and orderly siege, if this was an orderly takedown or an orderly drawdown and not a retreat, those two things look different. So we're not being told the entire truth here, folks. Right? We're not being told. The entire truth here. If this is an orderly drawdown, it looks one way. Little by little, the troops are leaving. There's no frantic rush out the exit doors. And then this is a damn near retreat. Because in a retreat, this is what you do. You make a beeline to the airport. You're shredding paper. You're 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 begging the you're, they're begging the Taliban to spare room in its embassy. Spare, I'm sorry, to spare the embassy, spare the embassy. in Kabul. <laughs> give us yeah, a few yeah. hours, please. Just give us a few hours. Uh, all the uh, the invoices and all the documents that has to do with the uh, the trafficking of, of heroin that we took out of your country. Yeah, that's still there in the embassy. We got, we're not done burning it. We're not done burning it. We got to burn it. So you got to give us a little bit more time. And then uh, you can come in and you can do whatever you want. This is not it. Do not let these liars lie to you and say, you know, we we, <laughs> we decided to do a drawdown in Afghanistan. No, this is a retreat. How do I know it's a retreat? Uh, the Americans just left us. They didn't even tell us anything. Mm. They left in the middle of the night without telling anybody. What? They didn't even tell the interim government. They didn't even tell the sitting government. They didn't even tell the base commanders. They didn't even tell anybody in the, Af in the Afghan uh, military hey, uh, uh, on we're drawing down. And then at the same time, they weren't negotiating with the Talibs during the entire process. Hey, Talib. Hey, uh, Mohammed Momar Al-Kaboom. Here's the deal. We're uh, on um, July the, the, the 12th. We're going to start our drawdown. And uh, we should be out in about like six weeks. So we would like for you to communicate with the sitting government. And let's try to come towards a peaceful transition. That is the normal scale of things. Do not be deceived for one second. Do not be deceived for one second. You are not witnessing 
a drawdown, you are witnessing a retreat. You are not witnessing a drawdown. You are witnessing a retreat. Because a drawdown, is, you'll have a smooth transition. Why? Because you don't want things breaking as you leave. You want something to fill the vacuum as you leave. And whatever you fill in the vacuum should be something that has some sort of a modicum of, of, of modernity and moderation as you leave. But you're not getting any of that. What you're getting is the foe that you fought for 20 years back with a vengeance. Smarter, better armed, more resources, and they know your tactics. What do you think is really happening on the ground? Mm. What do you really think? When you, when, you, when you blow by the whole Hollywood headlines, you know, Hollywood, you know, Hollywood headlines, you know, oh, yeah, the, the, the Navy SEALs, Zero Dark Thirty, blah, blah, blah. You get past all that crap. You get past uh, all that, that hoopla and media, mediocrity and, and, and all that media nonsense that's wrapped around military operations like it's a video game, Call of Duty. And you get down to the meat potatoes, the brutality of war where things go sideways all the time. What are they not telling you? This is not what an orderly withdrawal looks like. This is a textbook retreat. That's what this whole thing is. And whatever agreements the U.S. has with the Taliban, it's this. Please don't kill us on the way out. Please don't let the door hit us on the way out. We'll leave in. We just want to be left alone. We're going to leave. And you want, and, and, and these assholes, these decrepit, dying, 70 and 80 year old, disgusting, pedophilic, satanic, Luciferian a holes who inhabit Washington, D.C., want you to believe that this vaunted, invincible military that is unconquered, the greatest, most powerful military in human history, bunch of bullshit. Never was, never is. It had a great, it had a great marketing department. That's what made it so great. A really good marketing department. I want to thank. I want to hats off. A little clap here for the boys on Madison Avenue and the boys in Hollywood for bringing together and creating this military mythos that sold the American people uh, an incredible line of bullshit and nonsense that they believed for the last 60 years, allowing the banksters to rob, rape, and pillage you of your wealth and your resources and your future progeny. Here, here. Job well done, guys. Job well done. You suckered the American people, not for one year, not for 10 years, but for 60 years. You've made the American people think that they're so damn invincible that they can fight anybody and defeat anybody in the world and that they can go ahead and have their will. And there's no repercussions. There's no repercussions to America's foreign spelunking. There's no repercussions for, for money printing. There's no repercussions for anything. There's no repercussions uh, when there's a million and one genders. There's no re repercussions in, 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 in COVID lockdowns. There's no reproductions for, uh, repercussions for anything, Siege. We're, we're untouchable. We're somehow exempt. We're somehow exempt from the actions and the consequences of history. That doesn't apply to us. So when history repeats itself and when history begins to rhyme, okay, all right, uh, Napoleon, uh, Alexander goes to Afghanistan, he's destroyed, doesn't make it, doesn't survive, he his army barely escapes by the skin of their teeth, uh, Napoleon does it, he barely survives, uh, the British do it, they barely survive, the Soviets do it, they barely survive, uh, Americans, <laughs> no, 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 we are special, we are the city on the hill, we 
are God's light on this nation, on this world. We are the exceptional ones. We are the indispensable country. History is exempt from us. We are invincible. As Karl Rove would say, we create reality. We are the masters of the universe. And what happened? Uh, yeah. And now they're burning paperwork, getting into Humvees, and rip-tearing it down the street in Kabul, trying to get it to the airport to get the hell out. That, 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 well done. Well done. But they want you to believe that this army and these captains and these generals and these politicians are ready to go fight China. They're ready to go fight China in the South China Seas. They're going to take on the Russians and the Chinese. Okay. I have a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you, if you believe that. Siege. Uh, yeah, very well said, V. And uh, to contribute to that, you know, a couple of other perspectives I think that we should keep in mind. And that's that anytime that we see information that is uh, basically cascaded down through the mainstream media, right? And we know that the information that's currently coming out and it's broadcasted everywhere, it, what, CNN, wherever, it, the narrative is that the Taliban are taking over basically everything in Afghanistan. So whenever I start to analyze that information and I see that across all media, I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't very favorable to Biden, right? It's not in terms of, of his decision. And so that's why there's a certain level of scrutiny that I look at it and I'm like, okay, why would they be doing this? Potentially a couple of different scenarios, one of which we know that uh, it, here in the United States domestically, what's happening with the uh, the COVID and the lockdowns and everything is is front and center. It's like America's full attention. So are they leveraging Afghanistan and the Taliban to create an additional potential distraction? I mean, they, they use this type of warfare with, you know, with media all the time. So, so there could be a narrative there that, Hey, you know what, let's get back to paying the Taliban as this terrorist organization that we need the United States to do something. So now it's it's captivized. It's 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 in our face everywhere we go. You can look in and they talk about Taliban, Afghanistan. So that's one perspective: is that America needs a new boogeyman. Uh, we know oh, that they're not going to get it in in Syria, and because Syria is controlled by uh, Russia for the most part and Syria, and so therefore they're not able to do that. But Afghanistan may provide a unique opportunity. Knowing it's directly tied to 11 to 9 11, uh, America's um, emotional state that we know most Americans speak and em think emotionally about things, um, that it, it leads to that. The other perspective, too, is that you know, we've just been a huge infrastructure bill. We know that probably the military industrial complex is saying, well, Where's our funding? Where, where's, where's our money coming? And so, they will they leverage up some of these hot spots to warrant the next massive defense spending bill? that will spend money for these projects. So I'm just, I'm just saying that out there. Cause I, again, I think it's, I, I'm really critical of it because of the fact that all media is picking it up and it's very negative to the administration. So why would they be doing that? So just, you know, that's what I'm thinking about it. Um, but, and, and again, the decision uh, to pull troops out and the decision, decision, you know, you're absolutely correct. I think it is, it is a withdrawal. It's, it's admission that, Hey, you know what, we we don't have a solution here. Uh, after all the money spent. And, and what I said earlier was absolutely no disrespect to people who do serve our military. I have friends, family whose sons have been been killed in that war. But what I'm questioning, what I'm questioning is the leadership, the failed leadership. We can't even call it leadership, right? The, the, the failed 
government direction of these Washington bureaucrats who dictate this policy down to our men and women in uniform. It's failed. It's a failed policy. And this is a call out to all current, active and former military. I know that in terms of the protocol that you're you're supposed to take orders, they literally through boot camp break you down to become such a compliant person that you're, you're willing to do that, that you just listen and you take orders. We're approaching a pivotal point in our country, in our republic, that it's time to shed that. It's time to think of the American people and the level of criminality that's occurring in the federal government and to resist that tyranny. And so I want to talk about where are those brave men and women right now, former military? Why we're at that 11th hour where the, the potentially the Biden administration is thinking about dictating that, you know what, you can't travel interstate without a vaccine uh, because we're going to require that. Are we, are we not at that point in our republic that it is time for the the, the former brave men, women who have served our country, if, if you're out there to to step forward, to come up with a, a leadership role? I've, I've never been in the military. I'm not going to pretend that I've served in the military. I don't know the process of, of like that type of organization to come forward. But I think we're at that moment. And everyone always says, well, if America ever gets to that point, the military will come in. They'll, they'll step it up. Where is it? What, help me out here. Where is it? What What are we seeing? Are, are we not yeah, witnessing well, the demi- demise of our republic? Could be. They are in. I, I told you this, CJ, before. The military right now is working with the crash helmets. And the crash helmets, along with Trump, they're in Guantanamo Bay. And they're torturing Andrew Cuomo by, by twisting his nipple rings. And Cuomo right now <laughs> is confessing to all the criminalities of the deep state. And it's August 13th. Uh, and you know the August, you know, fifteen is a big month. Fifteen is a big uh, number um, in the occult. And by August uh, the thirty third, August thirty third, uh, Trump will be back in the White House with the crash helmets and the military in full full full, full command. Mm-hmm. Or it could be the leap year, uh, the next leap year of uh, February thirty first. Yeah, either or. Yeah, yeah. V. So I think I think that was part of of what I want to discuss. And then there's something else. And this, this really alarms me potentially, you know, could keep me awake at night. And, and again, this kind of goes back a little bit, a little bit to Trump um, that everyone championed Amy Coney Barrett. And anytime I see someone that has such a clean record, somebody that they, 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 you know, this, this Catholic person and they're, they're this and that I, I even, I raise even more red flags about, but to me, this is very key, and I think everyone listening needs to pay attention. And that's the fact. And again, I don't, I don't know the grounds of what these students claimed in regards to the no vaccination. I'm not sure if they, if, if they failed to tie in the religious exemption that, that should be required for Indiana University. But Amy Coney Barrett separately, you know, individually, pretty much blocked any type of hearing or any type of review over the University of Indiana's mandatory COVID vaccination for all their students this fall. This, this alarms me. You know, here, this person that, that is supposed to be a, a religious individual who's supposed to believe in, in, in God and believe that is not willing to understand the magnitude of mandatory vaccination. I'm, I'm very concerned because this basically gives a green light to all universities across the country, potentially high schools, 
to mandate and do the same thing because our Supreme Court has absolutely fucking no courage at all to represent the American people. I, I mean that wholeheartedly. Correct. Don't stop looking for the courts to intervene and everything. People forget that whole fucking noise. It's not going to happen. It's us against but CJ, them. CJ, you got the it. audits. You got the, the election audits. That's going to go to the Supreme Court, and I'm sure they'll reverse the election. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, brother. No, I'm just saying that. I mean, I, again, I, I just, I just, I, I think that's huge. I think it's, it's very alarming, um, you know, very concerning in regards to, again, the cowardness of the Supreme Court to time and time again to, uh, to pass the buck and not be willing to entertain or get involved with some of the these important decisions and topics with such a magnitude for everyone, right? Like this impacts everyone. And, you know, again, I think in terms of what we're witnessing there, uh, the AP reported today, apparently the Biden administration is concerning. I'm sure it's more like airline right now. I'm sure it's not vehicle. Uh, but cons are considering a interstate mandatory vaccination for interstate travel. But right now they're not doing it because it's just it's just too alarming right now. The American people, you know, probably aren't ready for something like that. But if you look at the direction that we're witnessing in France, the direction that we're the, the direction that they're going in, in Australia, there's a, a lot of things that are occurring again that are paving the way for them to to basically to have the courage I guess we could call it that the courage to attempt to mandate these things. And so I think everyone needs to be aware. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's very concerning uh, that this decision was made uh, single-handedly that these, this group of students who were basically asking the Supreme court to review this and, and, and put a, put a, you know, a block to it, a stop that, you know, basically she declined and, and then offered no explanation of her decision. Why the fuck is she on the Supreme Court V? She can't even be vocal about her decision and share with people. She has no, she doesn't even belong on the Supreme Court. This is just such a disgrace to the American people. Well, CJ, well, like, come on, man. Like you're being hard on her. She's a girl who who stood in front of the the Senate uh, hearings and uh, she had a blank notebook and held it up for the cameras to see, and everybody was giving her uh, this great celebration. You know, it's uh, she's just, yeah. uh, look, how do you expect this, folks? The system does not work. The Constitution does not work. Walk with me here. We like to automatically blurt out the Constitution, the Constitution, 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 Constitution. It's not Constitution, Constitution. We need to be governed by the Constitution. Okay. Well, let's look at uh, who the Constitution is for, because the Constitution was designed for a specific type of citizenry. And we're not that citizenry anymore. We could be that citizenry, but it's going to take too much sacrifice and gut-wrenching hard work to return to that level of quality citizenry. And I'm talking about the Constitution works for a vigilant and upright citizenry, a moral and religious citizenry with morals and ethics and virtue. We're not like that anymore. We have a majority of this country, 
okay, except for a handful of people and, and folks that are listening to shows like this and other shows that are out there that are actively searching, actively listening, actively educating themselves. And it doesn't matter what your socioeconomic, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, strata is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your demographics are. But if you are somebody who is actively searching the truth, actively learning, actively, then you are a, a person that is a real soul. You're a real human being. Why? Because you love the truth. You love to listen. You love to learn. You like to find out how things work. You're not somebody who sits on their laurels and, and goes to a cubicle nine to five and does nothing and is content with the way life is. You're the major you're the minority, folks. Okay, you're probably anywhere between five to seven percent of the population at the most. Okay? Everybody else is in a is in some sort of a uh, they're they're sold into a paradigm. And both those paradigms, whether there's the left or the right, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because the Constitution is for a moral and upright citizenry. Now, when you have a political class that is 99.99%, CJ, 99.99%, which is coincidentally the same survival rate as the COOF, 99.99% lawyers, they're all lawyers with humanities degrees and political science degrees, how do you not expect your country to be screwed up? And Amy Comey Barrett is what? She's a lawyer, right? And she's a, the most conservative judge since Antonin Scalia. But she has no spine. You can be the most conservative of anything. That's great. And, dude, honestly speaking, she, she'll, she'll, she's going to be right with you on, on, on all the right to life, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Go down the checklist. But does she have a spine? No. Because having a spine is not a qualification for anyone in politics. Because even though you're a judge, you're still in politics. Even though you're a judge, you're still part of the system. And let me tell you something about the American system, the American politics. A lot of people think, this politician's going to save me, blah, 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 blah. No. Anything that you should understand about your political class, folks, is none of them are courageous. They're all cowards. None of them are going to save you. We're not talking about somebody with the caliber of a Sergei Lavrov, of Vladimir Putin, a Xi Jinping, a Wang Li. You're not talking about calibers of, 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 of real statesmen, guys who have engineering and physics backgrounds, guys who understand how to move a country forward. You're talking about the most, you're talking about a, a country ruled by ambulance chasers. How do you not expect it to go wrong? How do you not expect it to go wrong? So, of course, you're not going to buy. Look, folks, nobody's coming to save you. I've been saying that since 2012. I took a respite from that in 2016 when Trump got elected. I said, oh, you know what? We stand a really good chance of, of being integrated into the multipolar world. There's a good damn chance of this happening. That got derailed. We're back on track to either implode or be balkanized. <laughs> that's, that's the only options we have. Siege. Mm, yeah, very, very well said. And uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, interesting. And then, you know, what you said in regards to, you know, Trump is very accurate. So, you know, I think hence the reason why we're seeing effectively that that Trump's policy towards Julian Assange and WikiLeaks is is the same policy and direction as the Biden administration's uh treatment of Julian Assange. And I'm not sure if you read this V. I'm trying to get 
an interview lined up with uh, someone with close ties to everything that's happening. But uh, apparently it was, a, it was set, set back, you know, for Julian. So that one of the judges, you know, in overhearing the case basically, you know, ruled out extradition, you know, to the United States saying, hey, listen, his mental health, his physical health is does not warrant any type of, you know, extradition. Instead of leaving things alone, whatever, you know, Washington D says no, that's not that's not good enough. We we need to prove that this this uh, medical expert who provided was, and the judge who made that decision was um, wasn't wasn't fair and consensus in her, her her thinking to allow this to allow the U.S. to appeal the extradition of Julian Assange, and so the court ruled in favor of the deep state who now will be able to argue against that appeal that, you know, that they promise, they promise they're going to take care of Julian. They're going to, you know, give him three meals a day. Uh, you know, they're going to allow him to do whatever he wants to. They're going to give him free access to the internet. Maybe, maybe even put a podcast together for him uh, that they grant, they're going to grant uh, an overview of, of that extradition uh, policy. So again, you know, this speaks volumes in terms of, you know, what happens uh, to our, our republic in terms of of independent, you know, journalism. And and this is after the fact that the person that provided evidence against Julian pretty much came out and said, you know what, I lied. I'm sorry. It wasn't accurate. I lied about it. I falsified. I f- falsified my testimony. Sorry about that. You know, it was a mistake. All these things in part. So, you know, again, all these things that are occurring, the, the attack and the suppression of free speech, free speech, the shutdown, of Rand Paul from uh, from YouTube for speaking out against uh, fake Fauci. Um, all these things taking place. It's just it's it, it's alarming. Um, you know, I think if you haven't, you know, heeded the advice and some of the direction that we gave in regards to getting yourself to a safe place, uh, you know, getting out of tyranny, and it's just going to be very curious to see the next steps in terms of what the operation the 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 deep state will do to uh try to reel these states in who are are you know going against the 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 world health organization and their 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 great reset v uh but we're we're entering we're entering that 11th hour and you know i think we're already in it in terms of what that's going to look like and um we have to stay strong we have to be you know vigilant um we all know that they haven't had any type of uh, major false flag events yet to, you know, to warrant to confiscate weapons or, or you know, anything like that. Uh, but may- maybe they pivoted. Maybe maybe they've changed their mind. Maybe they are psychopaths enough to leverage, bring us to our knees. So eventually we have to look at China and and say emphatically that, yes, it was the Wuhan lab, that China did this on purpose. Therefore, us, therefore, the British, you know, we need to get, put together a conglomerate of superpowers to to go against China. Are they are they psycho <laughs> enough? <laughs> yeah, they are psycho. We need to get together a conglomerate of broken, solvent nations to go after the most wealthiest superpower on God's green earth. Let's do this, guys. We can do this. Can Let's do, do this. I mean, would they? I mean, would they go scorched earth? It's something to think about. It really is. I mean. Would they be willing to sacrifice a couple of U.S. cities? Um, you know, um, if they can make know. their escape, they would. Yeah, that's yeah. the sick part about this. If they can make their escape, if they can nuke a couple of U.S. cities in the process and make their great escape and blame it on somebody else, they would. 
Look, you got to understand who these people are, folks. These people came out of Babylon. They went to Venice. Okay, they wrecked the, the, the local economies there. Then they wound up somehow in England. They wrecked England. And now they're here. Now they're wrecking this place. And they're hoping after they wreck this place that there's somewhere else for these assholes to go. That's who these people are. That's their lineage. That's their bloodline. I'm giving you a clue here. Okay? These people think they're going to scorch earth the, 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 the northern hemisphere here and that there's somewhere for these assholes to go. That's their plan. But the fact of the matter is they've already gotten the memo. They've gotten the memo from both the Russians and the Chinese saying, uh, you ain't going anywhere. After committing this criminality, you will be brought to trial. After committing this criminality, you will be executed. And so now they're going for broke. So either A, they, they maybe force a war. I don't know. Maybe B, once the, the balkanization starts and things fall apart, if they can somehow control the narrative and, and be part and parcel to the bankruptcy of the United States to be the adjudicators of America's bankruptcy and sell us off by piecemeal, utility by utility, land by land. What do you think all these federal land grabs are all about? That's collateral for the debt. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It is crazy. And then the other thing that, you know, I just, I started seeing headlining quite a bit, um, V, and so today I made a a specific trip. I don't, I don't like going there. Um, Unless, unless I have to, but I, I ventured into a, a Walmart today uh, because I was curious to look at Walmart's in-stock position in terms of, you know, because we all know that, it, you know, le- Walmart has huge leverage over the manufacturers, right? You know, we heard the news where Amazon basically will go into, you know, tire manufacturer or whatever company and say, well, you manufacture this at this cost and sell to whatever chain uh, we want to, you know, order 10 times amount and we're going to pay this amount. And I was surprised to see a little bit, um, you know, granted it's a Friday, them uh, struggling a little bit with uh, certain categories that were were there. And I think it may be an opportune time when we're hearing that, you know, plunging crop uh, prices are soaring, that, that that food inflation is going to take place and compound that, compound that with apparently uh, there's some shipping yards that have, have shut down because of COVID. It, it, it might warrant this time not to go hoard, or anything like that but if you i know i have if you've depleted your your two or three months supply of of supply lines of things it, it may be time right now to start you know again either building that that back up or or having that in place um because i think that the, if they're able to create uh so much misery uh, so much pain people will be willing to accept anything at that point people will do a lot of things out of desperation and I think that might be a goal of theirs is to bring us to our knees and do it through these these crazy policies, these crazy mandates, drive us absolutely freaking nuts for the sake that people are willing to to accept anything. So just, you know, just a heads up uh, that it may be time to if, if you haven't done so, it doesn't have to be toilet paper, everyone. <laughs> it doesn't have to be toilet paper, but maybe time to uh, to restock a little bit. Insane, brother. Absolutely insane. Siege, do we have any uh, people that are um, waiting online to speak? Or we did not. Yeah, it's in the Discord channel. I think, I think I may have posted a little bit too late, but we all came to an agreement. That I think it'd be best to schedule something to. Oh put, sure. What about next get, Friday? Get, yeah, next Friday. Yeah, yeah next, next Friday. Well, no, no, let's do Thursday because Velas is coming on Friday. Yeah, right. Yeah, Velas is back for everyone. Twenty seventh. Uh, we know Velas. The V Man is back. The other V Man. Yeah, Velas will be back. 
Um, he's been he's been uh, taking care of some some personal matters, uh, you know, and, you know, we've been thinking about him. He's definitely missed by us, by our listeners. Uh, but we're excited that he will be back to provide his excellent commentary. And I know people have been been asking uh, about that. Um, but again, in, in the discord group, you know, and again, I think it's a comfort level. Um, so I, I, I don't kinda, bite. I promise. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Bite. I just make monkey noises. Yeah. And I, and I did go through, I went through last week, there was a show that I forgot to take down and we kept it up for a while. And I went through and read the comments and um, I appreciate every one of you who, who leave comments, especially some of the, the praise and the thank yous and all that. And um, you know, listen, I, I, I wish that I had some crystal ball, some magic ball that I could tell you and guide you and everything like that. And and sometimes I just need some some downtime. And that's why it's kind of cool to chat with some of our listeners and get their ideas, get their thoughts of, you know, what's happening and and you know, you know, collaborate a little bit, if you will, in terms of of coming up with ideas. And 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 I think that the first two, I think again, like you know, what we've shared in some of the shows in regards to safe harbor and getting yourself to a, a state, I mean, I think that's a that's essential. And then taking a look at what other groups are some, some other groups. There's some people out there doing some really amazing work right now uh, to try to counter this. You know, obviously we have Harley Slinger coming up next, uh, the LaRouche Pack and the Schiller Institute, who more of a, in terms of a geopolitical assessment. But I think it's important to support their work and what they're attempting to accomplish of, of you know, trying to bring some sanity to the United States to stop this, you know, scorched earth policy that that they're they're implementing. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's um, it's very interesting. V, um, looking forward to the the weekend. Uh, my 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 dad uh, turns ninety years old. Wow. Uh, so we're so we're we're having a huge uh, party for him tomorrow to celebrate his ninetieth uh, birthday, and then it'll be it'll be a little bit um, strange and everything. But my oldest is is uh, heading off to school on on Sunday. Uh, so I think I think I'll have to have plenty of boxes of tissue for my for my wife <laughs> that day. <laughs> Oh. Not that we'll be empty nesters, but it, it'll it'll be different, uh, you know, waking up with that. So, and I hope everyone has a great weekend. I hope everyone um, you know has plans to to celebrate, to try to find find time to laugh. I think it's critical right now to to find time to laugh, take time to celebrate with friends. Even though there's a lot of concerning things, we have to continue to live our lives and and keep ourselves healthy. V. Absolutely right. And, folks, with that being said, we're at the end of the program. We have Harley Schlanger coming up next at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure that you guys are locked and loaded here on Rogue News on YouTube. Uh, so don't go nowhere. Um, and we will be back in about nine minutes. Take it away, CJ. <laughs> 